0: Hail, cheaters, and welcome to another episode of the Always Cheating Fantasy Premier League podcast. My name is Brandon, and I'm recording this podcast deep within Josh's crisis suite after mm-hmm. having another very peculiar war game week. Yeah, uh, so Josh, let me introduce you. How are you doing?
1: Well... I have to say, I, terribly, actually. I, I, even this podcast, I've been dreading, given how the week has gone. Uh, yeah,
0: you've been emailing me like we're leading up to some sort of uh, standardized test that you didn't want to take. You're sort of like, let's just do this podcast and get it over with.
1: I, I, all I can say is, I'm glad that Chelsea's season is mirroring my own at this point.
0: It makes like, for it, some great metaphors. It's true. It
1: it does because uh, you know last year. Um, you know, runaway winner in a number of leagues, fin- highest ever finish. F- finished uh, one thousand five hundred and thirty overall. You know, very, very respectable score. Um, and uh, this year, I'm like, I feel like I'm in last place out of everybody. It's like I, feel, <laughs> I feel like there are like dead teams from week one that are doing better than me. Well, you uh, haven't, you haven't broken into the
0: uh, bottom th- three million, have you? Uh,
1: no, I don't think so. I'm, I'm hanging tough in like the two point. Three or something but it's been a, it's been a wild ride
0: Hold on Josh I have I have your uh, your score sheet opened up right here I can oh, tell you God. exactly All right overall rank. <laughs> For Rune Pig Genesis. Remember the good old days where you rebranded your team Rune Pig Genesis right, after magic, like Game Week 2? Magic Micah Richards was not working
1: for me. <laughs> Rune Pig Genesis was the new way. Okay. So here you sit with an overall
0: point total of 168 and the overall rank of two million six hundred and six. <laughs>
1: I mean it's hard to hear that it's hard to hear that number and then and then talk on a podcast and I'm sorry try I, to... I I didn't
0: clear I didn't clarify that number. that's two million six hundred and six thousand five hundred and thirty six.
1: The worst part, of course, is that you you are in the top 100, if I'm not mistaken, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm up there. Uh, I I think I've really got a chance uh, this season. No, I'm really not faring much better. I've got 193 points, and here I am, 1,683,421. So our our concern here with the always cheating branding is, do people really (laughs) want to be listening to us?
1: It's a, it's a great question and one that I'm scared to answer. So let's just move right on. <laughs> well, uh,
0: for, the, was, for the sake of you, Josh, I think if people <laughs> want to hit us up on Twitter at Cheaters, um I want to start a hashtag called Save Josh because <laughs> I think your FPL team is worth saving. Yes. Uh, I, I, I think I've we can do it.
1: I've come back before. Uh, I've come back from worse, actually. So this, it just everything is going wrong. I mean, the Chelsea thing. It doesn't just mirror my season, but it's really my over reliance on Chelsea players that is really that has really been my downfall. I mean, uh, I should have gotten rid of Hazard weeks ago. Uh, you know, I I planned to move out Esplueta uh, for Kolarov two weeks ago, and then for various reasons it didn't work out. And then I, you know, I have this problem sometimes when it comes to. Um, the international breaks, where um, I have a move that I'm going to do, and then I decide I'm going to wait till all of the games are done. I'm going to hold off till Friday, and I'm going to make the the sensible move, make sure there are no injuries. Which is which is not, not a sure, the right, sure. It's the right approach.
0: It is, and we'll get to that uh, in a little bit when we actually uh, get into the Champions League action that's happening this week.
1: Yeah, and poor Luke Shaw. Yeah. Um, so the problem that I have sometimes is that when I wait this long, the the sensible move, the the, the very easy move. Suddenly, I start talking myself into more complicated moves. I start talking about, you know the creative things that i could do that are that are unique and you know that i'm just going to surge past everybody because i'm so smart and clever you know so
0: i'm imagining really- <laughs> a beautiful mind scenario where you're in your apartment and you've got the uh, the big whiteboard yeah. and you're just drawing up all sorts of <laughs> schematics and whatnot
1: it's actually what, what it's it's more like you know that scene in uh, goodwill hunting where matt damon's at the chalkboard at the beginning you know and he's solving the impossible math equation
0: oh i can't forget it
1: yeah, that that's actually – that was me. And so I decided uh, – I decided to bur- – it's just like even hearing myself say it, it sounds crazy. Uh, I decided to burn four points and uh, take out Depay, which is a perfectly reasonable move.
0: Yeah, I hate uh, I hate Memphis Depay. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later, I think.
1: Uh, and he only got one point this week, so that wasn't a disaster. Uh, and then take out Silva, which is my, like – like outsmarting myself move uh, to bring in Alexis Sanchez, not bring in Kolarov still, which is crazy. Yeah. That's Um,
0: that's the easy money right there.
1: Easy money. When I could have, the the move I'd planned to make was a straight swap hospital quarter to Kolarov, right? That would have been, um, actually I would would have picked up nine points from that move. Um, Yeah. And then I debate between bringing in Paye or or, uh, A.U. all week. I mean, all right, all
0: right. Is, is this true? Is this, this true, is or is this true. hindsight? This is
1: true. This is true. And I finally decide that uh, I've got to bring in uh, IU, which a very reasonable decision. I mean, all things considered, right? Uh, you,
0: I made a, I made the IU transfer. I made Depay to, to IU oh, like on Monday, maybe yeah, Tuesday.
1: It, eventually, it will. It will certainly bear fruit. But it, it seemed like the right move given their their away at Watford, and then they have two matches at home after this. Uh, whereas Payet did have a good match against Newcastle, but then they're away at uh, Man City next week, and so I thought, well, all right, the sensible move here is Ayu. assuming that I'm going to burn four points, which for some reason I decided just had to happen. <laughs> so because uh, that
0: Arsenal midfield is a, yeah.
1: is is a
0: sound investment right now.
1: So it's just a crazy. So you know, I mean. It, the team is just a mess right now. I mean, Troy Deeney is like my best player. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm like chasing points now. You know, it's like this endless mess. And, uh, you know, I, thankfully I did have um, uh, Mares. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's almost like having like RST, LNE, you know, like from, from Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: he's, he's, the, he's the template master right Everybody's now. Everybody's got
1: that. Well, how can you not have him, right? Well, uh, I mean, a, a, I, I, it, actually, it probably did help though, right? Because even the players like... The most owned player, you know, among people who are actually paying attention, he's, it's still only 40%, right? 40% total ownership.
0: Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. And you talk help. about those ghost ghost ship teams where nobody's even touched them since the first game week. They likely still, don't have Mara. Yeah. And those, doing... those, those those are your main competition right now Josh
1: <laughs> I've competed against the the ghost teams and like the fathers who set up an account for their children and <laughs> use it to like experiment with different lineups and stuff like that that's really those are, those <laughs> the, that's my main competition this year <laughs> all
0: right as, as I said the hashtag is save Josh uh, he has a he has an FPL squad worth saving let's uh just give the rundown of what we're gonna talk about in this episode of always cheating we're gonna highlight our mini league uh, in which we have a lot of new entrants so we'll give the uh, the top highlights in the hail cheaters mini league. Then we're going to review some of the big fixtures from game week five. Uh, what do we have on the list there, Josh?
1: Uh, we have, Oh, you put me in the spot here. <laughs> we have uh, uh, Everton, Chelsea, Man U Liverpool, and Lester Villa are the three that we're going to talk about. And uh, a few in between, I gather. And then after that, we're going to uh,
0: respond to a few questions we got on our Twitter at hail cheaters. And then uh, we'll close by previewing game week six. So let's quickly go to Hail Cheaters, our FPL mini-league. We want to welcome all the new managers we have now. We're up to 41 managers, and it's not too late to join the Hail Cheaters League. We have a pinned tweet over at Hail Cheaters where you can get the code, or you can go to alwayscheating.com and click on the League button. Um, so who is in the league here? We've got a uh, new contestant, Hippo FC.
1: hmm Pat, and, Pat, Vivette, I think he changed his team name, too. Did, I, I thought he had a different name before.
0: Well, you're following <laughs> this a lot more closely than I am, Josh.
1: <laughs> So, yeah, so he is in first place, uh, picked up 60 points this week. Uh, Captain Mares, which was really a, a brilliant move. I mean, the kind of move that, in hindsight, seems so, uh, so logical. You yeah. Know, I, playing I Villa on your home Sanchez. turf.
0: Yeah, um... I don't know. Sanchez just hasn't lifted off yet, but like like everyone, uh, captaining Aguero, it's it, it could be any game week now where they just lift off. But I yeah. think you're right. Mares was such an easy solution; it was like right
1: under your nose the whole time. So it was Mares, and then his defense really came through. He had Kolarov, Kachalny, and Cedric. So that's how you get to 60. <laughs> that, uh, that
0: Southampton defense. Uh, there are a couple oh, there are a couple people in our private league that were fielding Matt Target and I mean Matt Target looks like um uh, he does not look like a uh your typical Premier League defender.
1: It's cr- I mean we all bailed on Southampton too fast. Yeah. Right? Matt Matt Target has 6 points in game week 3, 6 points in game week 4, 7 in game week 5. Yeah. I mean at 4.1 million. I mean ugh, like That is better than any of my defenders. (laughs) Um, Yeah, fantastic start.
0: So well done, Hippo FC. And then uh, second place, we have Isle of Nabumba. Nabumbu. That's right. Uh, cool name, and then uh, IX Trees Down, which I think was uh, up in, in first or second place last week. Yeah,
1: and uh, IX actually had a pretty good uh, Colin Bothwell. had a pretty good week, um, but then I think I think the problem was we just had we added thirty one people last week, yeah. and because uh, he had fifty five points uh, through no fault of his own, he has moved yeah. down to third place.
0: Well, IX is less than thirty points behind Hippo FC, so still a tight race. Um, mm-hmm. And let's see, just just for the just for fun, uh, the BK the BK Broilers. My team is sitting in thirty second place, mm-hmm. and my my co host, uh, my good friend. Josh Landon, where are you in our our field of forty one managers?
1: I I actually don't think it's on the screen. I think I've got to zip ahead a few pages to find it. And the thing is, Brandon, you know the shame of it is the Premier League season is over in three weeks, and uh, everything is going to be dead. Uh, can't oh, No, can there be- are
0: thirty three more weeks to go. I was going to say, can you believe that Leicester made the
1: Champions League? Yeah. There are still two full NFL seasons plus one game to go <laughs> before the season's over. So as you can see, this is could be your one and only chance to uh, truly destroy
0: Josh. In an FPL mini league, (laughs) so uh, join Hail Cheaters. You can find that find the code where I mentioned. (laughs) Could it? Maybe I don't know. Uh, Maybe it could. We'll see. (laughs) All right, so. That's that. Let's go uh, and see how this all happened in game week five. And the uh, first match that we want to highlight was actually the first fixture of Saturday morning, Everton hosting Chelsea, and Everton wins on a Stephen Naismith. Hat
1: incredible, trip. incredible! I mean, this is so two weeks, two weeks off, right? Uh, you know, I'm so excited for this game, even though you and I have been out. Quite late the night before. <laughs> like, you know, you know you've know you been out late when the owner of the bar is buying you drinks I know, at the bar yeah. you're at? I was, <laughs> I was explaining to my wife later what happened, and then I was like, oh, right. And then we went to this other bar right at the end of the night for no reason, and the owner started buying his drinks.
0: Yeah, so then that is the real – that's the real test of your willpower is when the owner is there buying you drinks. But you know you've got to get up early for that kickoff <laughs> to pull yourself away. That's right. Um, but we managed uh,
1: – yeah, I, I'm like five hours sleep. I got up for the uh, the, for the early morning it game. It always
0: happens when you decide, "Hey, let's go explore a neighborhood that we rarely go to." We were in the <laughs> Lower East Side there, and and uh, hilariousness ensued.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. So so I the, the er, I gotta get up for the early morning game. I have talked myself into keeping Aspullaqueta and not bringing in Caller off until until uh, game week six. Uh, my thinking is, you know, Man City went in there and kept them scoreless a couple weeks before, and. Sure. Uh, and Azpilicuera, you know, has a goal and assist already this season. Picked up some bonus points. Yeah. Uh, there's a reasonable chance that a streaking Crystal Palace team can score a goal against Man City. And I mean, Ever- you can talk yourself into this
0: stuff. Absolutely. Everton, classic team where they could be world beaters one weekend and get soundly smacked down the next. Exactly. So
1: I um, the game starts. Uh, <laughs> some player in Everton, his name I'm forgetting, gets injured right up the uh, Basic. Right, boss. So they bring in Stephen Naismith, and I'm actually like kind of excited about this because I'm like, well, like they probably had a more defensive formation, and now they're bringing in Naismith. It's going to open things up a little bit, uh, and maybe like Eden Hazard can. I can't even believe I still have Hazard. It's like hard to say his name out loud. And I was like, maybe Eden Hazard could score a goal. Like this could all work out great. <laughs> and instead, Naismith, like I mean, it's incredible. He turns into the Scottish Messi for you know 75 minutes.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um,
0: it it was, it was, it was so reminiscent of the FPL form he had at the start of last year's season. Do you remember he was getting a, he was getting almost a goal every week for Uh, 5 million player. Yeah. So, um, I mean, do you think he's going to get a start this
1: weekend? I don't know. You probably have to start a guy who gets a hat trick, right? That's like, (laughs) like, if, if ever, you know, I mean, they're, they're away at, uh, at, uh I don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible he might not start. I mean, is best is Besic out for a while? I guess that would be the the question.
0: That is true. Yeah, um, but, but he's five point three. He's he is a bargain. He's gone down in value, so you get a, get on yeah. get in on the ground floor. The most,
1: yeah. He, so he played eighty two minutes in uh, the Chelsea game. Before that, he'd played 1, 11, 27, and twenty-two in the in the previous four game weeks. So, uh, certainly not anybody you'd want for long. Uh, Bessage is listed at seventy-five percent. So, hey Josh, put
0: yeah, a, put him in the bench boost category.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a good he's a good bench, boost. I mean he's like oh nobody owns him. I mean he's uh, so people, yeah. So actually yeah he it was on by quite a few people actually. It looks like something like. 50 like about 90,000 people transferred him out in the last four weeks they almost be kicking themselves right now
0: so for me there were two takeaways from Everton's performance here one uh, is that their central defense looked awesome Uh, I mean much is being made about John Stones he looked great Uh, we we kind of harped on or at least i did the last few weeks is he overrated i mean not overrated is not quite the right word but he wasn't quite didn't seem to be meeting full potential yeah early on in the season um but he definitely came to play this weekend and phil jagielka was very commanding back there winning lots of 50 50 balls playing beautiful balls out of the back i thought he looked great
1: yeah it's it's an interesting yeah i mean it's, it's kind of turning into one of those seasons where if you jump on the bandwagon, it's it's not hurting you yet, you know? I mean, yeah. a player does well. You pick him up. He has another good week. I mean, you know, who would have thought they'd have a clean sheet at Tottenham last week, you know? Um I mean, I guess given the way Tottenham just played this year, that wasn't uh horrible
0: Yeah, I guess it's horrible uh, Harry, bet. Harry Kane just scares everyone off of betting on a clean sheet against
1: him. I the guess players. that's true. We're all still—anyone who played last year, we're still, you know, yeah. reeling from the Harry Kane experience. So it was their
0: central defense and also Galloway, who um, I liked from game week one. He's back from injury, and he had a, he got an assist this game Looked pretty strong. So I'd say look at that Everton defense, and then yeah.
1: it's a kind of a form versus fixtures thing because they still the fixtures still really aren't great until week eleven. They, they're, they're incredible from week eleven to week twenty, basically. Um, you know they're away at Swansea, yeah, then they play away at West Brom, then they they play Liverpool, Man United, and Arsenal uh, three games in a row.
0: So you're right. Yeah, defense is probably not worth the investment now, but later. Um, but yeah. worth investing now before his value starts to really go up is Ross Barkley, probably, who looked uh, e- exceptional.
1: Totally great. And I thought Lukaku looked really good, too. I mean, he's really, you know, I he's a player that I thought about bringing. And actually, he didn't. You know, I'm looking now. He actually has, he scored two points three games in a row. But he looked very good in that Chelsea game. Yeah, like he, seems,
0: he seems to really be following a role there. He's not trying to do it all
1: himself. He's bringing his teammates into the play. Right, exactly. I mean, he was really responsible for that first goal. Yeah, if I, if I remember correctly. So, you know, I don't know. I, I think that certainly when those fixtures ease up, you could see. What do they call him? A, a flat track bully. Yeah, I could see Barkley turn. Or I could see a Lukaku turn to one of those. Absolutely, one of those kind of players. The good Josie Altador. So, then what are our big takeaways
0: from Chelsea's performance? I mean, what else can be said about how crap they are right now?
1: Yeah, no, nothing really. I mean, I, 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 it can't last, right? I mean, we talked about this last week, or, or you know, when we recorded the last episode of the podcast. Uh, I don't know how. How a team with this much talent can stay off the boil this long, you know? I mean, it's, they're, too, they're simply too good. Um, the team this good cannot—I mean, this happened to Man City last year. They had a run like this, you know? Um, I mean, it's kind of crazy that Man City have not had a lot of goal through the first five games because there was like a 15-week stretch last year where you could not have a Man City— team. I mean, they were poison. Every player in that team was letting in goals. <laughs> it's so, true. Yeah. yeah, so it's hard it's just hard to say. I mean, I, I can't imagine it would last. Uh Mourinho's too good of a manager. The team is too good. Uh the real problem I think is is uh the forward line. I mean, Costa does not look good and they didn't really bring in a backup. I mean, I, they 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 brought in a Falcao. They brought in a a player who who looks like Falcao? Uh, <laughs> he got his haircut, so he does look a little bit different, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, but I mean, they, I don't know why Falcao was the only forward move they made. I mean, it was like it was like they didn't watch man man the, him play on man U last year. Yeah, it's
0: strange. I mean, he has got a goal already, but he has he's just so forgettable.
1: Yeah, he's he uh, yeah, 25 minutes is uh, okay. are the most minutes he's played so far this year.
0: I'm glad you're on it with the stats right now because I'm definitely not on it. Well, for <laughs> I okay, so I think the one investment, It'd be that amazing
1: was- actually if I was so good that I was just pulling these out of my head. Maybe I should, I should actually keep the illusion alive. Maybe I should edit this out. <laughs> If
0: that were true, I would have put you higher than 2.6 million to be <laughs> yeah, honest with you. That's fair. Uh, maybe the one the one transfer worth considering for Chelsea would be uh, Begovic who is insured starts now at 5.0 and if the Chelsea defense gets it together, which I guess is kind of a big ask. Right. That's you a, would- that's a big time keeper for 5.0.
1: Yeah, it could be that Begovic and and Pedro, or maybe the, I mean, certainly if you haven't played your wild card yet, um, Begovic would have to be a, a, the keeper you'd look at, right? Yeah, yeah for especially sure. if Mc, if McCarthy is still is still going to going to be playing for Crystal Palace, and I still I don't really know what if there's an update on that yet. I mean, I think Spironi is back, so
0: yeah. I guess the working theory is that Speroni's lost his place.
1: So if you you know a a goalkeeper rotation of McCarthy and Begovic would definitely be what I would I would be picking up for myself. Yeah, uh, Butland or Butland, throw Butland yeah. in there. I'm kind of regretting passing on McCarthy. And just, you know, I have this thing where I get I, when it comes to defenders and keepers, I get really caught up in in start security. Yeah, and I never want to bring in anybody who uh, I think is a rotation risk. That's why I brought in uh, Martin Skirtle instead of um, instead of uh, Gomez on Liverpool. Yep. Uh, but it can really come back to bite me. And This year, it's really uh, it's it's really hurting me.
0: I mean, McCarthy could be the first four goalkeeper to start the whole season if he keeps it up. Is that true? I I don't know. That's just my uh, armchair. That's my that's my total recall that you were wasn't that about.
1: what like Federici and Redding a couple years ago? I feel like he might have been super cheap All right. too. All right, I'll buy
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll buy it. So um there it is 3 to 1 Everton continuing to uh, pull points out of their behinds. <laughs> we can
1: uh Yeah, they're uh so they're on 8 points so far this year. Not not too bad considering they've had some pretty tough games already. They've had to play uh, Man City, Tottenham, Chelsea.
0: Yeah, I mean and Everton teams of old will have only drew games to this
1: point. And I I like Roberto Martinez. I mean I want that guy to stick around. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, I want He's, him to do well. He, he gets he gets like, a lot of people uh, rag on him, but I, I don't know. I understand why. Like, who is Everton getting who's a better manager than Roberto Martinez? I want to see a competition. And I think it's Martinez, not Martinez. Right. Or I'm just being really pretentious. It's, wanna, is it,
0: wanna, isn't, <laughs> isn't Martinez the sort of dry cleaning that you can get?
1: Yeah. yeah but only in Michigan. No one <laughs> else knows what Martinizing is outside of Michigan. I <laughs> want I want to see a say com- the word Martinizing around another New Yorker, Brandon, and see what they say. They'll look at you like you're crazy.
0: <laughs> uh, I want to see a, a version of a staring contest between Martinez uh, and Dick Advocat to see who can uh, cross their arms across their chest for the longest period of time.
1: <laughs> yeah, Martinez, I mean, that guy is, that guy is like straight handsome, right? I mean, he is like stylish. He, he's like no one looks better on the pitch than him.
0: He's a cool-looking guy and he's also um a good role model for all those people receding who are shy about their receding hairlines. So really,
1: you, he really owns it. Yeah, we're going to turn into men in blazers and just talk about how bald everybody is. <laughs> all, <the time.
0: laughs> all right, that that's enough praising of Everton. Um so uh Arsenal had a, a strangely lackluster 2-0 uh beating of Stoke City. Yeah. Um, with goals well uh, so I had an assist from Ozil in that game and yeah. I was really cursing at a point where Ozil was in on goal and he had a point-blank shot um, this, this is front. Ozil
1: right this is what you get with with Mesut Ozil yeah uh yeah this game is that just killed me I mean there's a moment you know I don't know, 15 20 minutes in. Well, cuz um, you Captain um, Sanchez, huh? yeah. Yes, so I Captain Sanchez. I, I really was trying to I was trying to make a a differential but not an insane differential, you know. I mean, I guess
0: A lot of people brought in Sanchez this week. I'm yeah. sure a lot of people burned points to get him in.
1: Yeah, it was it was kind of foolish in hindsight. I mean, I, I, you know, betting on a player is out of form. Uh, so I brought in Sanchez uh just trying to make a difference, right? My team is stunk and like not a lot of people in our leagues have him, so it seemed like there was an element of element of surprise involved or something uh, or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh virtual over here. It was, yeah, it was 1 a.m. logic. Uh, so uh, I bring him in and uh, uh, Aguero goes down injured, um, which even though I have him on my team, I'm delighted by, of course, because so many people have him captain that week. Um, and then I have to watch Alexis Sanchez hit the post or just miss a shot. I mean, it was crazy. Like, he missed so many shots by inches in the first Forty minutes of the game. Yeah. And he was actually pretty peripheral in the second half. Um, yes, he
0: was. He he really yeah. did vanish. And that's what I, what what does keep me having faith in Ozil is that. It's a great pass. Great pass uh, for the Theo Walcott goal, and he is central to a lot of what's going on in that offense. It seems yeah. like all of the play. If he's not getting the assist, he's getting the assist to the assist, and and uh, and hey,
1: and even maybe just, I'll get a goal. Points at some he gets. Point. Brandon high five points
0: um all right so uh that was the arsenal game and then uh, my captaincy choice along with so many other people aguero in the next fish fixture crystal palace hosting man city goes off as aguero only could um off of like a sort of barely yellow card challenge in the first uh, like 18 minutes
1: yeah it just that's that's who he is that's that's what you're getting so then he's. I've the, got him too. You know. I mean, everybody has. Him. Yeah.
0: Well, what's the what's the percentage owned on Aguero right now?
1: Oh, I bet it's still pretty low because if you didn't have him at the start, I mean, I, I think I feel like anyone who's playing the game fairly seriously has him, right? Yeah. So he's
0: still at thirteen point two, and I, his so price low. his price won't drop. Um, because he was on, he did come into the Champions League game today, Tuesday, on which we're recording. And he's thirty one point eight percent, so he's getting close to Mara's territory. There
1: it does feel a little bit like um, Robin van Persie uh, two years ago when he finally went. I mean, I actually think Aguero has looked. Very dangerous. Uh, yeah, it just hasn't. It just has
0: not happened yet. It is not happening for him right now. <laughs> Speaking of not happening, have either of us had a single captaincy choice work out for us this entire? I mean, I, I had that one had Benteke. Christian Benteke moment where yeah. they were playing Bournemouth.
1: I have not, and I guess it, you know getting six from uh Sanchez was better ba- Yeah, it actually. I mean, it basically accounted for my four point hit. Uh, in a sense. Um, it didn't because I, the other move I was going to make was Kolarov. So in my head, you know, I don't know, whatever. It's twisted fantasy player logic, yeah. right? So, like, like, you know, we, like, like every player who plays well that week was a player that you were seconds away from transferring yeah. your team. And everyone who does poorly was a player you were never actually thinking about bringing in. Yeah, it's true.
0: I mean, Wes Houlihan. I had changed the name of my FPL squad to Wes Houlihan FC.
1: You actually had him. Yeah, you had him in 11 times somehow. I'm still not sure how that worked out.
0: I used my game genie to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I mean, all good news for Man City FPL owners because David Silva played today. He looks healthy. Aguero came off the bench in the Champions League match. So if you've stuck with David Silva... Yeah, uh, you've been rewarded. Sorry about yeah, that. Hashtag I, save Josh.
1: I have not been. Uh, yeah, we'll see. And uh, thankfully, they've got an extremely tough game uh, coming up. Oh wait, no, they're home to. Uh, are they home to Norwich or something? It's, oh, it's West Ham. Well, you know, I don't know. West, West Ham
0: is the away from home team this season. Yeah,
1: and they, you know, they they'll sit deep and they try to catch in the break. They've done it against Arsenal and uh, and Liverpool. So I don't know. Whatever. I'm sure paye will have a hat trick and. <laughs> I, I've already brought in. Kolar. You're, gonna, you're
0: already, gonna bring in I, Kolarov, so yeah, there will be a hat I, trick. You, I, I, you are warned, hail cheaters.
1: Yeah, I actually did that Saturday morning. Um, there was just no reason not to. Uh, I felt so foolish for not having him already. Uh, as soon as that Crystal Bells game was over and he wasn't injured, I just brought him right in. Yeah. So uh, uh, still, still at five. I mean, five point nine. That's a bargain. Uh, it there, really is a bargain because there and, are
0: no real clear cuts. Uh, well, he's. Second, he's Cliche's just like our, one one point behind Marres for
1: top yeah. total point getters this season. I mean, Bakary Sanya is also. I mean, really, you, you 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 could you actually could just pick up two uh, Man City defenders. I mean, they've got a lot of I like very winnable. Let's see here. They so they're home to West Ham, away to Spurs, home to Newcastle, home to Bournemouth, away to Man U, and then home to Norwich and away to Aston Villa. I mean. If you don't have a, a Man City defender, you are really in trouble the next Yeah, I, I, and I weeks. do
0: feel a little foolish because I picked up Joe Hart with my wild card, and now I feel a little hamstrung because there are there's no attacking potential there. Yeah, and I was Sa- surprised Sanya you did that. Sonia
1: and Collarup. Well, you like to have Hart, though, right? You've had Hart in your team. I have. I, I have.
0: Just- and, um, I mean, I'm still fine with it, but mm-hmm. um, I was just—I felt so burned by the Man City defense— last season it was just so hard to get a read on who was going to start yeah and
1: so i just took the safe bet and, this has and, typically been the 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 problem you know yeah. um is that you it's always hard to have i mean Zabaleta is the classic player that he's the pro, he, you know obviously he hasn't played yet this year but he's kind of the classic uh the one man city he and company he's right the
0: one they're the yeah. the consistent starters for sure yeah
1: every now and then he'll have a week off and and um I guess he rotates with Sanya, right? So Sanya and Zabaleta a little bit. But I actually think I I feel like I've seen Sanya play through the middle before too, right? Is that is that possible?
0: Uh, no, I don't know. It's recall. like 59, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I feel like Zabaleta's got a little bit of Ivanovic in him right now and that he's he's aging and you could see some of the cracks showing last season. I mean, basically just because Man City's defense as a whole was not so great.
1: Yeah, I'm looking back he started uh, pretty I mean pretty consistent For Man City Not that this is even relevant To the conversation But he started uh, 32 games In 2013 33 in 2014 And 30 last year So You know Not too bad I mean considering At least a couple of those games Are probably injuries Yeah
0: um, well, uh, going back to my West Houlihan comment, let's just uh, jump back into the fixtures.
1: Yeah, I don't. Did we? Do we really? Yeah, we didn't really like take all the meat off that joke, did we? we? can really. Let's go back at it.
0: Save some of it. Save some of that for that always cheating stew we're going to be putting in a little bit later. So what uh, was the
1: title for this podcast, right? The always
0: cheating stew. You got it. So uh, Wes Houlihan with a goal and assist, three one beating Bournemouth, and this game was only satisfying to us at Always Cheating because it proved all of the um, Wilson bandwagon jumpers. Um, I mean, foolish is a little too. It's a little too early early to call the bandwagoners foolish, but it
1: it was satisfying to have Callum Wilson not do well. I I couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> speaking of un speaking of
0: satisfying. Swansea-Watford, unsatisfying.
1: Very unsatisfying. We
0: all brought in Andre Awu. This is the first game where Gomes, who we all have, did not score a goal this season. Nothing to love about this game.
1: Yeah, I mean, Awu is... Uh... I mean, he's still. I mean, I, despite not, he's a very interesting player to watch too. I don't know how closely you watch this game. It's incredible. I mean, the whole game, he's like shaking his finger at the ref and like yelling about outside. He's very he's very energetic. He plays, you know, just like you very, very expressive face.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. You get the sense that, and you saw this in Alexis Sanchez last season with Arsenal, where he was trying to take on a leadership mantle, right. and he was always trying to rally the troops, and he was always being very he was gesticulating and you see yeah. au sees an opportunity here to be a real leader on the team and maybe he's going right. a little bit overboard
1: yeah I may, I, you know I, i'll take it though i think i, I think yeah so i don't th- think it's a so, bad thing um yeah another game where bettafema Gomez. Uh, I, I think
0: uh, I offside a million, million
1: times. A million times, like I, I was tweeting, I tweeted about this in the always cheating Twitter feed. But I mean, it's the I, always cheating it, Twitter feed. whatever
0: Swansea is playing, is basically the uh, the stat tracker for Gomez's offside calls.
1: It really is. Cause I, I'm so it's 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 like enraging at this point. Like it's like did anyone teach him what offsides is? Like. <laughs> I mean, how many more goals could he have scored if you if you could just stay a little more onside? Well, just I mean, just his, his as BPS, is Just his
0: BPS alone.
1: Oh, it's killer. I mean, this guy should be wrecking at bonus points. <laughs> I mean, he's been a key factor in, in you know, all four of the, or, you know, four of the first five games. Yeah.
0: Well, the best part about this game is that I had Fabianski on my bench and I was strongly considering starting him in, uh, in place
1: of Joe Hart. But I made the right choice. Yeah. that. that yeah. I, th- I think we talked about this in the last podcast. You just got to go with Man City right now. Yeah. And now we have. Uh, a oh, like, g- Troy Deeney got me an assist,
0: though. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can't forget about your highest uh, point getting forward, Troy Deeney. Now, now
1: down to 5.3. I mean, the problem is everyone. That's Stephen, has moved, Stephen Naismith territory. Everyone has moved from Deeney to Wilson, so it's just killing Deeney's value. But he actually isn't doing. I mean, I don't know. He's not doing great. Or the anything. assist.
0: The assist was really nice. It was really well controlled. He was. was in that. He was in the position he ought to have been in.
1: And his next match is away to New. So he's away to Newcastle, home to Crystal Palace, away to Bournemouth. So. Good fixture. Like, I can't bring him out yet. <laughs> I don't – you know, it's got to
0: – How much would you be willing to bet? Not that this is a betting podcast, but how much would you be willing to bet that Troy Dini scores a goal in those next three
1: matches? Oh, I, I, I would bet actual money. I yeah, think. yeah. I'd,
0: I'd yeah. be pretty sure too. I'd be pretty confident.
1: I, w- I think I would bet uh, – I would bet 12 American dollars.
0: And I would have bet that one of my starting forwards, Graziano Pelle, would not score against West Brom, and of course he didn't because screw Southampton. I hate those
1: guys. Screw West Brom. I forgot <laughs> how boring it is to root for Tony uh, Tony Pulis. God, it's like it, this. It's like we're like we're back at Stoke again, right? It's yeah, like, it's true. And it, it also, like it's crazy that I don't have a West Brom defender right now. <laughs> like that, that seems so essential. But right?
0: Boaz My Myhill is just a crazy bonus point. He he must. He's gotten so many bonus points as a goalkeeper. I brought him in at the end of last season uh, when uh, Foster went out injured, and he did really well for me. He's a save machine. He's a BPS machine, uh-huh. and he's cheap, too. He's 4.5. Uh-huh. He, yeah. So I guess the I guess the concern is that Lindegaard coming in on the transfer window was going to go straight into the lineup, but I don't see that happening after this match.
1: That The lineup for Southampton was kind of strange, too. I don't know if you saw this. Um and Mane didn't start. I mean, yeah. Maybe it was for international reasons, international Yeah, he events. may
0: have been fatigued from travel. I didn't follow uh, the
1: storyline too closely there. 24, yeah, 24 minutes for Mane. Uh, Tadic does what Tadic does, which is that he got you know two goals and three bonus points in the last game and uh, does absolutely nothing in this one.
0: Yeah. Well, he didn't get a yellow card.
1: That's true. That's true. But he, he And he did start. So, you know, there you go. Uh, and you mentioned earlier Matt Target just racking up the points. I mean, so Ryan Bertrand, I guess he's still... You know, maybe I should stop relying on the news button (laughs) on the FPL website that tells you when someone's expected back. I think he was expected back, like, September 5th or something like that.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that's usually pretty accurate.
1: Um well, now it's now it's not. <laughs>
0: All right, we we've spent far too long on this. Uh, I would never tur- do it for a snow player. Turgid zero zero match. <laughs> um, so uh, the next fixture we wanted to dig deep into Man United hosting Liverpool, United winning three to one, and uh, lots to talk about here. Uh, well, new, new guy. Second
1: half certainly. The yeah. first half uh, was uh, was atrocious.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's it's easy to say the first half was atrocious, but you can't have a soccer match without two halves, and the second half was great.
1: I, w- I, mean, I want to try and I want to try and be positive we about it. Rename that. the podcast that, Brandon. You can't have a soccer <laughs> match without two halves <laughs> because
0: frankly, you have to stick around for the second half of the always cheating pod because it's uh, we we're typically slow starters.
1: Uh, so, to be honest, I actually didn't watch the first forty five minutes of this game. Uh, I'm just going to let the cat out of the bag. Uh, I was really reeling from uh, from what happened. Um, you just locked yourself in the bathroom. I just I, I had a brutal morning, right? I mean, nothing went well, and uh, I just I couldn't go. I actually wasn't planning to watch any of the second half, and then I'm okay, going. So
0: you didn't have any players missed. in this game.
1: Uh, I didn't have any players in this game. Uh, well, I have. Um, I had Martin Skirtle on my bench, um, which was a smart move. Yeah, I certainly wasn't going. I mean, to did start, you
0: did you I, agonize over that one?
1: No, that was an easy one. I brought him in knowing that I was going to bench him in the second week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I should have just brought in Gomez. Yeah. Uh, but you know, maybe Martin Skrull is like completely unknown. So this is this is the kind of the problem is I'm, I'm 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 falling prey to the differential logic too early in the season, right? It's like a player is cheap and he's playing well, and you think, no, I'm not going to go for him. I'm going to go for the established veteran player who is like a million more.
0: I mean, where we are right now, we just have to keep pace, and we have to <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, not that not that we're keeping pace at all, but we just have to maintain. Yeah, I mean, if you take too many risks, you're gonna you're gonna crack that three million barrier. So the ending of this game was a little brutal for me because I had Luke Shaw and I got into that um, habit of you clock the clean sheet on the FPL app, so you're basically counting on those clean sheet points for your <laughs> defender, and mm-hmm. then of course you start. You know, monitoring the BPS points being calculated, and I'm like, cool. Now I'm now I'm weighing Luke Shaw with eight points against my head-to-head matchup. Oh, so he
1: was he was on for two bonus points. He
0: was on for two before the insane Benteke goal. So oh. I'm sitting on the couch in my living room, and my wife is trying to get out of the apartment. She's trying to like, you know, say bye. I'm going to do this, and as, as she's saying goodbye to me, I just yell, Jesus Christ! <laughs> And she she looks at the TV and, um, I mean, she's, she's heard me yell at the TV enough times watching <laughs> the Premier League. Um, she just yeah. asked, she simply asked, is it good or is it bad? And I frankly didn't know what to say because the person I was head-to-head with had Benteke captained. So I lost a clean sheet and I basically lost my head-to-head in that moment. But so the, there's
1: come on, let's the, the let's goal. The
0: goal was so awesome. That Brandon, I didn't this care. is
1: this is this is this is a fantasy Premier League podcast, not an awesome bicycle kick <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Of course, it was terrible. Yeah,
0: it was fucking awful, man. I mean,
1: beauty has no place in a fantasy Premier League. That podcast. ball just hung in the
0: air so long, and I swear, when I saw Benteke go up to uh, to do the bicycle, I mm-hmm. just knew. I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah, I just knew he was going to make it. Yeah. So anyway, I, and then and then it was just worth sticking around for the Anthony Marsh Martial goal. Yeah,
1: which I thought was. I mean, we were we were you and I were texting a little bit about this game. Uh, the
0: commentators as, as would happening. not shut up about Thierry Henry.
1: That was annoying, but it, I thought it was a great goal. Like it, it was very different than the Benteke goal, but it was it was so. Um, was it just strikers? Not even a strikers goal. It was just a. It was a, a great player's goal. You know, it was just he made the goal about, himself. Yeah, and just his relentlessness and like it just that was not a goal of like a typical nineteen year old. You know, like the Raheem Sterling was not scoring those goals last year. Yeah, this I, I, is, I tell was you something...
0: what, when he got beyond Skirtle, you still weren't sh- you still weren't sure if he was going to score that goal or not. I mean, it was it was a great a tough... player, right? He made him look foolish. Yeah, and then there was it was a tough angle just to, for him to slip that ball beyond the goalkeeper, and mm-hmm. he tucked it away perfectly. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. I think we were talking uh, in the last pot about how weirdly expensive he is, but 8.0, now already clocking points. Yeah, I know. Not such a bad deal. He started t- today in the Champions League match, so the faith is there with LVG.
1: I think, uh, but the problem is I think LVG already admitted that uh, he would not be starting if uh, Rooney were healthy. So, it just depends on how, how you know. Do you want to bring in somebody who's probably going to go right back out? Assuming? Well, what
0: does he mean by Rooney being healthy? I mean, he's probably like low blood, low, low blood pressure, you know, risk of heart attack, uh, you know, faulty hair plugs. The That's man's true. never healthy. Yeah, I mean. And he found a rhetorical loophole there, LVG. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Like going on with old Roonpig.
0: <laughs> so I don't I'm still tempted. I'm continually tempted to get Benteke back into my squad.
1: Um, I, well, uh, I, I really wish I could. I mean, I guess if Aguero, you know, injured his knee and, you know, cause I already made my one transfer. If, if you like, if something, if something, if another bad thing happened to Aguero, um, it would definitely be the move to, to burn four points and, and take him out and bring in Benteke. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: otherwise I can't, you know, I actually can't do it without, I'd have to burn eight points and that's really not going to happen. So, Yeah. You know. Well, are you, are you thinking about it, can you do it? Could you? You can't move Pele into Benteke, can you? Uh, I can.
0: I do have money in. The, I have funds in the bank. I could turn Pele. You can get, into you get a, a loan. I can get a loan, but a I, I've got a Luke Shaw issue right now.
1: Ah, uh, right, All right. And
0: So Luke Shaw and I have Joel Ward uh, also in my defense, who's mm-hmm. out with a knock. So, so I've who got two.
1: Your, who, who would your three defenders be if those two were on the bench? Uh,
0: if. If oh, uh, I'd have uh, George R. Russell Martin, I would have Robert Hooth, and I would have my main man, Reese Oxford.
1: You still have Reese Oxford? Well, Reese, <laughs> did you wild card,
0: I t- uh, no, I did not. I wild carded after I got Reese Oxford, and I brought Reese Oxford in after game week one, and I Bought him at 4.0. There is no lower-priced person in the game. And he started that game. So I figured, why not? Why Mm -hmm. not jump on board with a 4.0 player that could get a start?
1: Yeah, so you have to bring out Shaw then, right? Because, I mean, you have... There's a pretty good chance you only have two starting defenders this week. Uh, And his price is going to start dropping.
0: And I've already played my all-out (laughs) attack.
1: Yeah, you can't even all oh, attack see, the way out attack at this point. Have,
0: have we just discovered uh, an actual use for all out attack? Is when you perhaps are in this situation where you have two defenders that are I had never,
1: injured. I had not thought about that. That you, is very You heard it
0: here first on Always Cheating, the greatest <laughs> FPL strategy podcast.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose there could be a time when you, maybe you've made a transfer or something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, maybe so. Um, Okay, so if you were going
0: to not watch any game this weekend, I would suggest it would have been Sunderland-Spurs.
1: Yeah. Even uh, though
0: that uh, Ryan Mason goal was pretty awesome. It was just um, a beautifully worked goal.
1: Yeah. I, there's something kind of even cooler, and and this isn't fair to him because I, I look at get hurt kind of badly, but the player getting injured as they score the goal. Sure. You know, it was a little bit like – I know we're going to get to this in a minute, but it was a little like the Nathan Dyer goal in yeah. the next game.
0: Absolutely. And, and so long as they're not getting injured doing their celebration or right. during a
1: team pylon. Right. There is a there's a player in the Detroit Lions uh, who just came back this year and he injured himself last year. He was out for the season, injured himself celebrating a sack of an (laughs) opposing quarterback.
0: Oh, man. Okay,
1: so uh, on to uh, the game of the week.
0: Yeah, this has to be the game of the week. It was it was extremely entertaining. Um, We're watching the best player in the entire Premier League right now in Riyad Mahrez. Mm hmm. And,
1: I mean, it was it was a really tough first You can't match. even – it's not even a joking thing to say anymore. I no. think in week two or three we were joking about this. But now, I mean, he's the best player in the league at the moment. And that's not going to last, I wouldn't think, but he looks incredible.
0: Yeah. Um, we, we were texting during the first half of this game, and a lot of people were suggesting has the Leicester City bubble burst because they didn't look great. And mm-hmm. it pains me to say, um, having started Mark Albrighton, this half that he appeared to be part of the issue with them attacking he just lacks that killer instinct that cutting edge even though he he seems to be an intelligent player he's just not going to take him across the finish line that looks so much better when nathan dyer came on
1: yeah he started so well albrighton that you've got to think he's he's got a spot for a while but yeah they didn't take him out in the 63rd minute um, yeah against
0: that, his former club Aston Villa. I mean, he must be thrilled that they ended up winning but that he wasn't on the field when the action started happening. Yeah,
1: they brought in uh, Inler who was uh, bossing around. He actually I think he might have actually been at fault for the first goal, uh but you know, I don't know. He looked he was certainly he, was, he had some, some Modic qualities to him. Yeah, for sure. Um so Not that I, not that you would ever bring him into your fantasy team, but just please God no. no. Um
0: Nathan Dyer, that was interesting. That was interesting. He uh I thought he was being pretty selfish and not bringing his Sorry, teammates Nathan, into the Nathan p- diary. Yeah. But you have to admit that he did change the trajectory of that team in the second half and I mean, maybe it's after watching Brad Guzan with the US men's national team over the international break uh, getting completely smoked by Brazil. Um Guzan had four goals put past him. That He's just not doing himself any favors. He's kind of reminding me of Tim Howard of last season. Just prone to mistakes, coming off of his line inexplicably. Like, Why, why did he come out for uh, that Nathan Dyer goal?
1: He, just, he can't last on this team, I don't think. No. I mean, so they, Shea Given has moved, right? So who, Yeah, who is and that's who he of, lost
0: his spot to uh, last season.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's Bunn, like, <laughs> Mark Bunn. So they
0: basically bet the farm on Brad Guzon this season mm-hmm. so i mean I, I don't think he's in any danger of not getting a start but um it's a tough one uh for us robert huth owners and it looks like huth might be going down in value after tonight but yeah. he still hasn't managed to get a shot on goal or i don't think he's had a clear-cut chance on goal and he hasn't kept the clean sheet
1: sometimes i feel like with huth we're all still remembering I, I mean the last really great season for mark huth was 2011, really. Yeah, <laughs> was, Stoke City. Yeah, he scored six goals and had three assists that year. He had three three goals and an assist uh, in 2012. And then it's really just been, yeah, he's had uh, two goals over the last three seasons before that. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one with Hooth because
0: those two goals that were scored by Villa, one was just a perfectly executed counterattack, and the other was just an unfortunate rebound that fell to Jack Grealish. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, I mean, a sign of my poor decision-making this year, I actually had two Lester—I had, I had Schmeichel and uh, and Morgan in this game. Morgan almost scored a goal at the start, which yeah. is uh, so yeah. close. <laughs> uh, and Schmeichel was strange. I actually thought he'd at least pick up some save points, but Aston Villa basically—I I mean, the goal they scored in the second half might have been the only shot on target they had. I mean, in fact, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was. yeah. Uh, just a strange game. Uh, just totally changed the second half. It was actually, it was very exciting. I mean, even as somebody who knew I wasn't, uh, it knew, was like, you know, it was like was watching gone, a 17.
0: Jean-Claude Van Damme film when Mahrez just decided he was going to take the game over at the yeah. end. And he was just like, I'm growing stronger. I can take your punches and now roundhouse kick you. Even the Vardy goal was a goal that he created. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, Richie Delat and it, does anybody out there own, uh, 0.3% of the people, FPL managers out there own Richie DeLette.
1: Would have been smart.
0: Mara's just saved everybody's week there. Yeah, so
1: true.
0: 39.7% of us. So Lester Street continues. Uh, unless it's Robert Huth, don't unload any of your assets there just yet. Yep. I mean I uh, I can't get rid of Hooth because I've got other defensive issues as as we've discussed. Yeah.
1: And they're they're away at stoke next week. I mean I, I don't I don't fancy then to have a clean sheet there, but um it's really possible.
0: Yeah so the last fixture was West Ham beating Newcastle two zero uh Payet. um yeah that w- that's a bandwagon that was worth getting on at some point yeah
1: it's very similar to Tadic last year i mean i I guess Paye had actually scored a goal in game week one, but hadn't really done too much um the last four weeks um yeah. and uh and then just exploded um,
0: he could be one of those players
1: that just picks up steam yeah actually he sc- you know, excuse me, he had an assist in the first game week and had a goal in the second. Um, so it really, only had two weeks where he was off. Yeah, great player. Um, all right, so that was your game week five. You uh, can tell, by the way, that you, neither you nor I actually watched that game. <laughs> yep.
0: No, I was I was at work, and it was like it was like thirty minutes into the game, and I was like, "Oh right, that game's happening." Exactly. Right now.
1: Kind of, I was on vacation all of last week. Like <laughs> I could not put away two hours to watch that game.
0: So the week's average points for forty one. I came in with thirty six. Very disappointing. And what did you have? You thirty three. Uh, no, I had uh, 67, actually. You must have misread. Wow, that's incredible. You must be so thrilled. <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag save Josh. All right, so uh, before we do the preview of game week six, we just wanted to answer a few questions that people posted to Hale, at Hale Cheaters on Twitter. Um, are you ready for this, Josh? Are you ready, I'm ready. to answer, answer some questions? I'm ready. Okay, so the first one is coming from Tingerson. He says uh, Should I have waited to transfer in someone playing a midweek Champions League match until after midweek? And yes. uh, The hashtag here is hashtag Luke Shaw.
1: Yeah, poor Luke Shaw. I mean, let's not even. You know, I,
0: I, know, you I don't like We don't want to be. We don't want to be the fantasy people that um, bemoan some guys like life-changing yeah. injury just because of fantasy sport
1: yeah i also but that said all the sanctimony like the, 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 there are some people who love nothing more than to attack people who like raise the idea that there might be fantasy implications to shaw
0: yeah right i saw
1: right. this and people were like how
0: dare you yeah it's not he like it's not people. like he uh pulled up with the hiv virus or something like that like he, he, yeah I mean... he could go on to live a, a very happy uh fulfilling life in any manner of ways. yeah
1: it's obviously terrible. You know, but we don't know him. It's not like I can, like, call his mom and, like, give her my, you know, give her my regards. I, mean, I feel bad, and now I'm curious how it's going to affect uh, the Fantasy League. I mean, uh, it's it's
0: very noble of me to say this uh, in spite, it's very, it's in, it's, it's, in spite yeah. of me having him in my FPL squad. But I'm actually really bummed to see him of out of the injury because he was looking— like one of the better fullbacks in the league this season.
1: Totally agree. And uh, I mean, that England national team is really, that's tough.
0: Yeah. So it
1: looks like, um, Wilshire's out until, um, I think through the new year, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Uh, let's see. I think today the news was three months he's out at this point.
1: Yeah. And three months for Arsenal means like. Yeah, you square that. Two, two to three years. Yeah, yeah you're Abu Dhabi.
0: <laughs> so I guess uh, at Tingerson raises a larger question here. Now that we're getting into the meat of the Champions League group stage, mm-hmm. you have to really consider all the rotation that's going to be happening with the top four squads. Right. Um, and you're going to have a lot of. Players that are at risk of being rested either the week prior, or maybe they're going to get an injury during that midweek Champions League match. Yeah. How do you How do you
1: approach that? I I would have been more. um, I would have been. Yeah. I I. I always wait until uh, if it's Champions League game week, I always wait until Friday, uh, at least Thursday. I mean, I guess there could be a situation where there's like a impending you know points rise, which you're certain is going to happen, and maybe then you just kind of just cross your fingers. I mean, Arsenal and Chelsea play each other this week. Um, They both have um, Champions League games tomorrow. Uh, I – because they play each other, I'm not really worried about any rotation risk there. Yeah. Um, Man City, I don't think you have to worry about any of those players. I mean, I guess if Silva's actually injured, maybe he's a rotation risk. Um, I could see him possibly getting arrested. That's probably just wishful thinking on my part. (laughs) Well, did he play
0: the full 90 today?
1: Uh, I think he did. Yeah. He'll start. Yeah. He probably will. (laughs) Now, now Sorry, I was, buddy. That was now I'm sure I'm sure I'll start. Uh what about you? Do you have any do you feel differently? Well, uh no, I totally
0: yes. I totally agree. Um actually all five game weeks thus far I have made early transfers, if not transfers that weekend prior to the game week.
1: As the ball is going into the net. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. I'm like, screw this, he's out, he's done. See <laughs> ya Memphis pie. You jackass. <laughs> um, but uh, this was the first week where I, w- I was cognizant of the midweek Champions League games. And I, mean, I guess in particular having Silva and Aguero in my squads, I had to wait to see how it shook out yeah. with their match today. But in general, um, I'm always going to be waiting until Thursday or Friday to make those transfers. Yeah, me too. Um, so the next question is coming in from at, at Jackinin. And his question is, uh, what forwards are you liking for the medium to long term this year? With the usual names underperforming, it's a tough call. So yes. I guess I guess at, at Jackinin is kind of looking for some great mid mid priced or, or or bargain priced forwards.
1: Yeah, um, because I forgot that we were asking for questions for tonight's podcast, uh, I went ahead and answered this on Twitter, <laughs> so you can see it twice. If so you want. yeah, you can, see, you can you can actually
0: pause the podcast right now and go see how <laughs> how well Josh can remember what he actually uh, tweeted.
1: Right. So uh, I I did say that um well I mean, some of this we actually talked about earlier in the episode. Uh, you know, Guero, you you know, you really have to just given their fixtures, you really have to hold on to him at the time or the, for the time being. Uh, Lukaku from game week 11 on, I think is a really attractive prospect. I mean, he's still only 8.2 million. Uh, so not impossible to bring in, especially if you still have money from Hazard or if, uh, Alexis Sanchez, you know, continues to underperform and you can, there are a lot of expensive players who you might own who could get injured that you could move for like a, for Pae or A or, or an AU. Yeah. Um, and that you know that I just you know it's funny because I think in the end it's going to come back to the where it usually is which is that you need a bunch of expensive forwards. I mean, uh, I maybe Kellen Wilson will surprise us the whole year. Uh, you know, last year was kind of a strange one because you could you really could um, you get by with a super cheap forward line. Yeah, uh, you got Danny Char-
0: Danny Ings, Harry Kane,
1: Charlie Austin. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh But in previous years, you really needed three three you know three big names up front. And uh, it's just, it's so frustrating to have. Uh, oh, and uh, Barahino last year too.
0: Oh yeah, um, not, don't forget about Barahino <laughs> the first half yeah. of the season anyway.
1: But having a having like a sub six forward is so frustrating because you just never know what you're gonna get, right? I mean, Troy Deeney is like. He's doing OK, but it's like I'm just getting like an assist. every. You know, it's just not it's not fun. It, it, one, it,
0: yeah, it's, it's you, you don't feel cocksure going into any game week if you've got the budget for what's going in. I always
1: feel like cocksure myself. But, yeah, well,
0: you know, that's just a, a personal gift that you have yourself. <laughs> that's true. I was born cocksure. <laughs> you got to have at least one heavy hitter just just to just to show everybody uh, you mean business. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, guy, guy, so my forward line right now is Aguero, Pella, and Gomes. If I were to switch that up, I guess guys I'd be looking at would be Jamie Vardy, who's getting on the end of everything. And like I was saying earlier, Benteke is, even yeah. though that Liverpool squad is is quite strange, guys uh, just guys just a f- fantastic goal scorer.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean. A score, or is he a scorer of fantastic goals?
0: Yeah, I didn't mean to say that in light of the bicycle kick. He's I, he's just like, I mean, the people say this about Olivier Giroud, Wisdom right? Like I share with you, <laughs> these guys—they were born to be forwards. They were born to be strikers. Right. You could you could look like a guy, a guy like Agüero, like maybe in a different world, he could have been like a Shakiri sort of player, right? Or. Uh, you know, Gomez probably should have been a goalkeeper to prevent him from being offside so many times. Right, <laughs> that's true. But if that if that Liverpool midfield starts clicking at some point when everyone is actually on the field at the well, same time, yeah.
1: Did you hear that uh, Henderson is now traveling to the United States to seek treatment? Oh, for is his, is he uh, going to find goal? a faith a faith healer? I don't know. Uh, you know, the, the, sometimes those ankle problems really they linger. You know, I mean, Grant Hill had that in the NBA for years and years. And we all know about my broken
0: toe from last summer. It's still, uh, it's still causing me problems.
1: Poor toe. <laughs> uh, the only person I'll add to that list is uh, Joof, uh for uh, Stoke City. Yeah, uh, I really I, went for it my favorite the wristband
0: campion. wearer in the th- in the Premier League.
1: I thought if I mispronounced his name very loudly, it would make up for mispronouncing that. Uh, but he, uh, Stoke have they have three promoted. Te- they're, they're playing all three promoted teams in their next five games, um, and uh, it can be very attractive to bring in Juif or or maybe just a, a midfielder. I mean, Shakiri is attractive. I wish he wasn't seven point five. Even six point five would be would be more palatable. He's too 7.5 much. Five is a tricky one. You He's know? too much. Yeah. By the way, I just saw that Shakiri is actually 7.0. So game changer. He's still too much. Still too much. All right, here are the fixtures. First one is uh the early morning game on Saturday, very exciting game. Uh Arsenal uh visit Stamford Bridge and take on Chelsea.
0: Oh my god. I mean this this is this is a pretty exciting matchup, right? These are both teams that are underperforming. Uh, Arsenal is yeah, still I, managing to
1: get points where Chelsea isn't. How uh, is this how is this the early Saturday morning game when both teams play in the Champions League on Wednesday? How has that now moved back a day or something uh, like that? That's, or a very, uh, that's a very good point. It's, you know, somebody out there hates
0: these guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, what so, do you, what, how can you possibly predict this
1: game? I really, okay, so everyone,
0: everyone is very eager to predict that Hazard is going to finally come on. But uh, are,
1: are they eager to predict that? I, I feel like I can't even tempt fate by, by, <laughs> you, by fantasizing about that happening. I mean, you're, are you going to be able to get him out of
0: your squad this game week?
1: No, no. I've already made my move. I'm not going to burn four to take out Hazard at home, even against Arsenal.
0: Yeah. Um, I would love to see an Ozil goal in this game, and I do see, oh, I do, I do see goals coming from Arsenal. I think Arsenal is going to go for it. I mean, they're, they've never been a, a defensive-minded team. Yeah.
1: I... <laughs> Also, well, this this is an appealing to fixture
0: this, for Sanchez if could he be the, yeah running I mean, running at Ivanovic.
1: It's just hard? I just you know who knows. I mean, it, it feels like it can't last forever with Chelsea, right? I mean, until until the um, um, what's that opening the opening cup the um the Community Shield? Yeah, until the Community Shield. I mean, Wenger had never even beaten Mourinho, right? Yeah. So in a, in a normal world. This is probably like a 2-0 Chelsea win, right? This is like... they Chelsea always beats Arsenal home 2-0. That's, that's they, they beat them at home last year 2-0. Uh,
0: I would be afraid that Jose Mourinho will go Super Saiyan if they lose this game, too, or just for the sake of West London.
1: I, I can actually see this being a, a nil-nil game, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I could see it going completely the other way, especially early morning, you know, two day, uh, three days after the Champions League matches. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to predict this one. I mean, we, I guess you could see rest, but... Would, would would Sanchez or Hazard or Costa, would any of the top players really be rested in, in a game this big? It, it seems very unlikely.
0: Yeah. No, I I agree. So what's so, next? Uh, we've yeah, got...
1: Next is uh, Aston Villa West Brom. Um, that's uh, <laughs> <Oy>. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's, it is a West Midlands derby. Uh, which can be kind of fun. Uh,
0: that's, I, that's well, got nil
1: nil written all oh, over you know, it. I, I actually, I didn't bring this up earlier and I, I, you know, I didn't, didn't work out in the end. The first half of that Aston Villa game, I was totally agreeing with what you said last week about, um, uh, about, um, Mike, or not Michael Richards, um, Michael Richards, uh, Oh, Julian Lescott. Yeah, by about Julian Lescott. I mean, uh, they looked so solid, and I thought, oh, great! This is you know this is a totally different Aston Villa now. Yeah, and uh, that lasted about 67 <laughs> it all fell nights. apart.
0: <laughs> so yeah, this, Michael Richards seemed to lose his cool a little bit there in the yeah.
1: second half. This is like a one-one game, right? This is yeah. like a super boring game that no one will regret not watching. Yeah,
0: I mean, I would, I will. I, I, I really, I really went for it there, right? <laughs> I mean, there's no Aston Villa or West. I Park would offense, watch it. I mean, FPL wise, it's complete trash. Yeah. Um, then Bournemouth Sunderland. This will be the game that um, really will—this will This will be the game for Kellen Wilson owners to really prove what his metal is, right?
1: It's true. I mean, uh, if, if they have chops, they're licking them, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: that was the grossest way to say that. Well said.
0: Well said. <laughs> Man, these, these fixtures get just get sexier and sexier as you go. Yeah. Newcastle, Newcastle hosting Watford. Watford.
1: Yeah, this is Tridini's double hat trick game you heard it here first Brandon.
0: He's going to <laughs> he's going du- to set the new
1: uh, scoring record for La Liga in this game. He's going to have a double hat trick and uh, four assists. That's incredible. And then so- and then somehow uh Kolarov is going to get all the bonus points. I really can't believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> uh, the next match is uh, Stoke lester Um I, I keep waiting for Stoke to, to keep a clean sheet. I mean, they've had some tough games, so it's not— I, Jack Butland looks fantastic. I, I have Butland, so I'll, I'll certainly be starting him in this match, uh, despite— I Against mean,
0: the greatest player in the Premier
1: League? Yeah, I know. I mean, well, the problem is that I have Schmeichel or Butland. Uh, so I think you got to go with the Stoke. Yeah, that Leicester oh. City
0: defense cannot keep a clean
1: sheet. So yeah, uh, I, I I I can't actually see a clean sheet in this game. It seems pretty unlikely.
0: I don't know. Stoke City is they don't they're not built for clean sheets anymore. They're all built for this yeah. um, Barcelona style of football.
1: I know. Yeah, it's which, true. Yeah, just really what, what, not
0: coming together for them.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, back to West Brom for a minute. Did you really think that Lindegar was going to start in this match? I I did not, and I was really surprised that. Um, The fans of scout guys were so um, on board with that. I mean, the guy can't be in any kind of form, right?
0: I agree with you. I mean, the guy has just been atrophying on the bench there at Manchester United. Um, I totally agree. I was shocked that they were so dead certain about it. I agree with the logic that there would be no reason for Lindegaard to rot on the bench at Man U and then go rot on the bench subsequently at West Brom.
1: Yeah, but I mean, perhaps,
0: he, perhaps there's some chance sort to of earn a deal, spot there, at least. Yeah, a, a better chance for him to earn a spot or some sort of deal that he's going to be groomed for next season.
1: Yeah, or play in the Capital One Cup, or, <laughs> if that's what you want. Just a great you dream know.
0: of mine, personally, play, <laughs> of course. to play playing goal in the Capital One Cup.
1: You're a Capital One card holder, You know, you
0: love that cup. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> uh, then uh, Swansea Everton, which I think is, of the of the 10 o'clock matches, that's the one that I would be the most oh, excited about. Oh, far out. About. This
0: game's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean this. I this is like a total toss up to me. I mean, I could see this being like a three-two game that Everton wins. I mean, I could see Swansea rolling a It's like this game seems completely. Uh, if I were a gambler, I would not put a punt on this game.
0: Yeah, I don't know. My not
1: even a cheeky punt, Brandon.
0: <laughs> I always undersell Swansea's ability at home. They are so tough at their mm-hmm. on their home it's turf.
1: Great against Man U two weeks yeah. ago.
0: Because my impulse would be to say, and that's just strictly based on their form coming off of game week five. That Everton yeah. looks the better team, uh, but that's that's naive, right?
1: That, you're being horribly naive. <laughs> and then the the late fixture on Saturday is Man City West Ham. Um, Come on, Aguero! Come on, it's gotta happen, right?
0: That's. It's gotta happen. He's like he, this season. He's been like the girl that you've you've gone out on a few dates with, and you're like, come on, you know, this, this it, is the date, right?
1: It's still not that that well owned. So I can probably if he had a, if he had a big game, I could actually shoot out of the the adult like the my. It's not that like I'm gonna like surpass people like in our own mini league or anything, but my overall rank would probably shoot up like eight hundred thousand.
0: Hey, hashtag save and, Josh.
1: That's right. <laughs> uh, so. Um, but yeah. yeah West Ham, your, you know, as we your... mentioned earlier, West Ham. You know, good on the break. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they'd win this game. I guess I wouldn't be stunned if there was a draw. Um, the given ca- the way my season's gone, I'm sure that Kolarov will not keep a clean sheet.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's okay.
1: I don't even care. I just want him anyway.
0: That could be the the um, superstitious concern with City coming off of this Champions League right. match, letting in two goals. That maybe the the spell they had cast at the Etihad has been lifted, and now they're just going to start leaking. Yeah, but well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, uh, I've match. got I've got Joe Hart in goal, so uh-huh. you're you're safe. Yeah, I think you're
1: safe. Uh, next match is uh, Spurs Crystal Palace, um, which uh, that's on Sunday, of course, because uh, Spurs are uh, once again in the Europa League, and uh, actually the next three teams are all Europa. Oh, actually no, Southampton did not make the Europa League, did they? Yeah,
0: because they failed to qualify in the against some weird country
1: nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> Uh, so Spurs play Crystal Palace. Uh, I actually think that Crystal Palace is going to win this game. Uh, that Spurs team is just not putting it together yet. I mean, I know they had what could be an inspirational, you know, season turning win. Yeah. What is the, the What
0: is the diagnosis on Ryan Mason? Because he's if he's out and Nabil Bentaleb is also out with injury. Yeah, and and they,
1: they play from. in the Europa League on Thursday. Uh, yeah, that could be uh, that could be a tough match uh, for them. Looks like and,
0: Mason has seventy five percent chance of playing. So. Yeah.
1: He he could be good to start, and that's exact, right? That's not like sixty-five or or seventy. No, it's not. It's not point one percent higher or lower. So take 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 that for yeah. Take it. Take it. Not even with a grain of salt. Take it with no salt at all. Mm. Yeah, it's just just eat it raw. (laughs) Uh, The next last, the penultimate game is uh, Liverpool Norwich. That should be. I, I would think that'd be a pretty easy win for Liverpool. Uh, although it was, it was nice to see Norwich pull at that three-one win at home to portmouth I, I feel like Alex Neal is not getting any credit this year, and Norwich are they're doing fine. He's you know not. they've got, they've got dude, seven points. He, yeah, proper hard man. <laughs> uh, was playing like a year and a half ago. I mean, he was like a player coach in, in Scotland. Uh, very interesting guy. I know he's really overdue for some for some praise.
0: Yeah. Well. I, yeah, will be, I, I, I will. Yeah, I'll be rooting for Norwich in that game.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm going for my boy, my boy Skirtle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what about what about George R. Russell Martin though? Uh, no, you can't. You can't start him in that game. I don't think I'll have a choice. That's the only one of a choice. <laughs> oh, sad. The final match is Southampton Man United, uh, and that Southampton's at home. Uh, no, Luke Shaw. I don't know. Probably no Wayne Rooney. Uh, I. Uh, but Southampton is not really scoring very consistently. So yeah, it's
0: hard to I, pick. I am enthused about the Luke Shaw injury as a Pele owner because maybe that means that Pele might get service from yeah. the wings because that seems to be the only way that he knows how to score is if a ball is crossed in from from well outside. <laughs> he likes to bicycle kick it if he can. <laughs> he did have that great scissor kick against QPR last right, so
1: if year. If you were a betting man, what would your uh, what would your guess be at the scoreline here
0: um i would guess 1-1 one, one.
1: okay that's um, my bet yeah i like 1-1 that's, that's, that's i'm really i'm really out there what's the, the cowards the cowards <laughs> <laughs> bet but I, I think i think that's what i'd say do too. you think that that's the
0: most in, in a in a vacuum is 1-1 one, one, the most likely scoreline to ever
1: happen that's a great question I, I i wonder yeah like if you looked at the last 10 Premier league seasons what is the most <laughs> common score line uh i bet 1-1 one, one, maybe 2-1 well we will maybe be one nothing. One nil. We will be back next week to
0: see how our predictions went. We will review. Yeah, maybe games.
1: with a shorter podcast. I don't know how No, we get to, no,
0: uh, we're going to keep hour, getting 40 minutes longer and longer. There's a, there's a lot of chat that I need to cut out here, Josh. <laughs> so, uh, in the meantime, feel free to. You can still join our mini league, Hail Cheaters. Like I said, you can find the uh, code on our website at alwayscheating.com. And people can find us on social media. Where is that, Josh?
1: Uh, hail cheaters on twitter
0: and our facebook page is oh facebook.com slash always cheating and uh, we got a great email message from somebody through the website saying was looking for an fpl podcast loved hearing you guys talk about fpl join the league too and looking forward to hearing your podcast every week that's from ee so you can also send us messages through always cheating.com cool and uh, we've got two reviews on itunes which is That's awesome. Right. That is awesome. So if you want to do that, please do it. We love it. <laughs> okay, Josh, good luck to you in game week six. I know you need it. Hashtag save, save Josh. Also mm-hmm. Poku forever. Poku forever. Talk to you later. Bye. Everyone is talking
1: about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium?